Welcome to The Great Unlearn. Join me, your host, Cal, as we dive deep into understanding and undoing the programming within us. Let's find your inner truth for a life with newfound purpose and freedom. Get ready to question it all in The Great Unlearn. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to The Great Unlearn. This intro is going to be brief. I'm going to cut right to it. This was a, this started out as a five minute check in. I was going to throw it on my newsletter, just a little, hey, this is what's going on with me. The beginning of this self quarantine, everything was going great. We were making the most of the situation and we were looking at it, looking at it as an opportunity. And a few weeks later, it had turned into something else. And so I go deep into, kind of what those two weeks looked like. The one thing more than anything that really shook me out of it, which the old me, the old Cal, would not have let that stand. Not on my goddamn watch. But fortunately, that guy took a back seat and just listened. And so this, like I said, went from a five-minute little check-in to a 40-minute solo cast. And so I'm really excited to share it with everyone. It's honest. Yeah, that's about all I can say. It's honest. This is how I was feeling last Wednesday. This was uh, April 8th. This is when this was recorded. And so I hope you all enjoy it. For me, it felt really good to, to get it out there. And I hope that if anyone's feeling any of the stuff that I was feeling, which was a lot of discomfort, and I was trying to escape that discomfort, it didn't do me any good. I needed to turn into it and sit with it. And I was reminded today, as of recording this, the importance of allowing. In fact, I just wrote some copy, a caption to an audiogram that has already been out now. It's the one with uh, Boyd Vardy. But it was all about being in the state of acceptance and allowance. And today I was on a phone call. We've got something in the works right now. And to be fair, I was feeling super impatient about it. I wanted to get it out there. I wanted to get this project off the ground. And fortunately, my partner in this had different feelings. He needed to let it sit. He needed to let it unfold to what it needed to be. And I am so thankful for his patience and for him not jumping the gun because what we've landed on, I think is going to be amazing. And I'll leave you with that. By the time this episode is released, I will have more details. I don't know if it will be public yet, but it's just a little teaser. Look for something coming down the line for me and a dear brother of mine. 
and possibly he's a future guest that's going to have his episode released really soon. Anyway, that's it for now. I love you all. Don't forget to subscribe to the newsletter at go to thegreatunlearned.com slash newsletter. Stay up to date on all Zoom calls, episodes, and the like. I love you all. I hope you all are staying safe. Hey, all. I'm going to try something new today. It's going to be like the great unlearned musings or learnings. The great unlearning. Uh, Through this whole uh, period of time that we've been in, I think a lot of us have pivoted. I've been hosting Zoom calls with some friends. A lot of people are trying to use technology in different ways. One of the things I've recognized, that one of the challenges for me has been, as, as much as I love the podcast, and I think the content has been, I mean, listen, I just had Boyd Vardy on. It was an amazing podcast, in my opinion. Boyd has so much to share, and I think a lot of that came out. The problem with that is, as I'm going through my unlearning, I don't feel like I'm able to share that in a way that's timely so that people can kind of um, have that experience. I feel like you're not getting the full picture, in other words. The Zoom call, one of the first ones we had with uh, Dave, Noah, and Greg, it's a way to get men together. We had one with parents. Um, I think these were all helpful in, in, I guess part of the reason I wanted to do this is because things have shifted a little bit here for us. I think if you were on that, that call, the parent call, things were going pretty smoothly here at the house. And, um, there wasn't a lot of stress. There was a few things we were maybe trying to work through, but it, it, it all seemed doable. Well, Fast forward to a couple of days ago, and it all kind of blew up. Uh, my oldest had a few choice words for me. And uh, and frankly, I deserved it. Um, as much as you don't really want your 17-year-old to drop F-bombs at you and call you a fucking idiot, um, I... I just allowed for it because I knew there was some truth in that. And um, yeah, so I've, it, it, this is important for me to uh, to share with you what's going on here because if you look at social media and you see the podcast coming out, it's like, oh, everything's great. Well, no, it's, it's, it's not. Um, and not looking for a pity party at all. I just want to give you the real about kind of what's happened lately. Again, it's not every day that your 17-year-old calls you a fucking idiot. In fact, that's the only time he's ever done it to my face. Um, And I let that wash over me. I had to grit my teeth and just allow for it to happen. I was hot. Um, I didn't snap at him, but I wanted to. Uh, And as time wore on, I did something I didn't, haven't done in the past. And instead of looking at him 
and trying to figure out what the fuck's wrong with him. And, and, and I thank my wife Peyton for this because she recommended I go to him and ask what I did to make him feel that way. This may be very foreign to all of you. It's, it's kind of new to me, but I understand it's the way. Like he's, you know, three plus weeks into this thing. I was trying to give them independence, him and his brother, to do what they wanted. It was under the guise of independence. Part of it was I was busy doing stuff. So I'm like, oh, they're fine doing whatever they're doing. What's the worst that can happen? I think if you go back to the, if you were on the Zoom call, you might hear some of those undertones in the way I was speaking. But when that goes unchecked, when there's no structure from me, eventually they want structure. They want you to know, they want you to be there. They want you to be present. And so while we're all here together, you know, I come out here into the, the guest area to, to work. And so it's been a nice way for me to be able to settle into that. The problem is there's a disconnect going on between what's going on in the house and what's going on out here. And there's a, an important to have that separation, but I have not, I've been unconsciously not doing anything, I guess, to reconnect when I go back over to the house. And so I had a call with um, a friend of mine earlier this week and she put it to me quite plainly. She's like, look, I, I know where you were two, two months ago. Basically, I felt like I was in flow and everything was just coming to me and there was nothing that could bother me. Everything was just a happening. And I woke up one day recently. I was like, what, where did all that fucking go? Like, I'm impatient. I'm like, like I'm trying to do stuff. I feel like I'm working a lot, but I'm not getting as much done as I want. And what she reminded me of was this is, she's like, the fuck, the podcast Yes, you're doing it for other people, but it's it's literally your great unlearn. It's using the podcast as a vehicle for me to explore these things. And so when I am in this period of friction, when there's challenge, when there's discord, can I be with it? Can I just sit with it or... Am I going to resort to what I've done in the past, which is get busy doing stuff, knocking stuff off your list, accomplishing things? It's like all this doing, and that's what I was. That's what I was doing. I, I was going through this kind of uncomfortable period for the last couple of weeks. Some things not going forward as quickly as I wanted, and I would just kept having this this uneasiness, and a lot of it had to do with lack of patience, lack of just allowing for things to be. I think if you've listened to me at all, that's one of the things that I've tried to share with others. When I'm in a state of ease, I'm allowing for things to happen as they need to. Over the past week and a half, I've not been in that state. And so when that feels uncomfortable for me, what do I resort to? My escape is to start doing a bunch of stuff, whether it's 
creating content or it's kind of like anything to do around the brand that, you know, that I'm working on right now. And her suggestion was just sit with it. Don't escape into doing. Well, you know what I also haven't been doing? I have not been meditating like at all until the last couple of days. I have not journaled forever until today. I haven't been going in the cold plunge in the morning as a nice little reset in a few weeks. There were these things that I had in place that were grounding me into presence and allowing for the flow to happen. Now, the other thing she said is, don't damn this period that you've been going through. This is your learning. This is like, you need this. When you're in flow, I think, think about when you're in flow. When I'm in flow, there's honestly not much learning, if any. You're just, things are just happening. You're in the present moment, which is great, but you know, lately I haven't been in flow. And so it's been a period of, of this getting in touch with myself, getting in touch with the uneasiness, sitting with it, understanding it. Can I do that? Can I be with it? There were a few times in the past week where I literally said to myself, can you just be with this? But there were many more times during that period when I didn't have the awareness and I wasn't okay being with it. And so I went on to do something else. This is all to say the last few days. So today's, you know, Wednesday, recording this for Sunday, but this is Wednesday. Tomorrow I have a Zoom call with JP Sears. That'll be like a live podcast. Um, So hopefully y'all got to catch that. If not, there'll be a link. I'm speaking in the future, but I'm sure there'll be a link to it somewhere. Um, but these things are starting to happen and, um, I just want to get back. My intention is to get back to that balance of learning, but also being in flow to some degree. So being in and out of that. And one of the other things that occurred to me is there's this period where my boys who are doing online school right now through their schools have um, their lunch period. It's basically noon to one every day. And then my oldest, his changes a little bit on Wednesdays. And so what I recognized in the patterns I was creating, which was get up, make coffee. And if no one else is up, just come over to the guest house and start working. This lunchtime period is a perfect opportunity for me to pause, to leave this space, to go have a workout or some sort of physical movement with my boys and, you know, Peyton and my mom and Hope or my niece, Lindsay, whoever is into it. And then also have lunch together. So today was a perfect example. In fact, I'm starting to create a little more routine in my morning. Again, I'm trying not to be rigid. I've had periods in my life where there's been a lot of rigidity. And with that becomes mindlessness for me. And so I want to be mindful and feel into what my day wants to start with. But a few of the things that have been uh, really working for me this week 
One, Boyd Vardy's 40 Days and 40 Nights Daily Podcast. Okay, there'll be links to that all over my stuff, but uh, today was day seven for Boyd. It's literally how I start my day. I put my headphones in. This morning, I put my headphones in. I think it was a 15-minute um, podcast, but it's he's such a freaking amazing storyteller. So listen to these. It's such an amazing way to start your day. It, it, it He's a gift. What he's doing right now is a gift to all of us. And for me in particular, today I went out and I grabbed a couple of poop bags and I cleaned up dog poop and Petunia's pig poop while I listened. And it was a, happened to be a really nice morning. And so it was a great way to start my day when I was done with that. So meanwhile, I had made coffee beforehand, made coffee for Peyton and my mom. And so I come out here and I, I do the walking the yard for about 15 minutes. When I was done, I came back in to the guest house and I put on East Forest Meditation for Chaotic Time. So he just put this out. If you're not familiar with East Forest, he's another gift. Um, so thanks to Kyle Kingsbury for introducing him to me. His work's been amazing. I've Listen to a few of his live performances the last couple of Saturdays. He's been on YouTube Live. It's been awesome. But do yourself a favor and go to Spotify or iTunes and download his latest. And it's a 15-minute meditation. There's two of them. One is guided with him, and the other one is just the music. He's incredible. He's an incredible musician. And that's helped ground me into actually what's going on right now. And I think for me in the beginning, for the first couple of weeks, I wasn't acknowledging the, the, the energy that everybody has been feeling. I was, I felt like I was in a certain state of bypassing it because we, you know, to be fair, we don't have a lot of the same problems that I think a lot of people are experiencing right now. And so I figured, oh, we're good. But when the energy of the entire world is feeling a certain way, it's going to weigh on you in some degree. And so this meditation has helped me get in touch with that. And it's reminded me that, that me, just like everybody else, just like all of us, we're all here. And it's important that we're here in the present moment. It's important to realize that we're all needed to allow for this thing to pass, for this to be an opportunity for us to heal, hopefully for the earth to heal, for just this. Can we look at this as an opportunity? And I think on some level I had been, um, but as I got further into it with the kind of unconscious masculine doing that I had been caught up in, I had lost connection with my kids, with my wife, with the work I was doing. And so reintroducing these practices of presence have been really important for me. And so if you're feeling any of this stuff that I'm kind of explaining, maybe maybe that's something that you've gotten away from as well. Maybe not, but for me, that that these practices that I think I took them for granted 
I definitely took it for granted. Or I, I did whatever I did. I stopped doing them. And I know that the last couple of days as I've done them, I felt much less a need to accomplish these things on my to-do list. I want to be back into that rhythm of what's important. And as Boyd said today on his daily podcast, there's this sense of doing one thing at a time. And when you can do that, and that's basically all he can do while he's out on the game reserve, he's spending 40 days, he's attempting to spend 40 days and 40 nights in a tree house. Um, not like a tree fort, like we all probably grew up in, but like, you know, a little, you have to check it out on his Instagram. I don't want to try to explain it, but, <clears throat> but what he shared is he can only do one thing at a time. And that is ground him right into the present moment. And I think that that really landed for me because I have been trying to do a lot of things at the same time. And there's been a real lack of presence. In fact, you know, particularly with Peyton, the only time that we seem to be together is in the morning as I'm leaving after I make coffee, I'll see you know, I'll be in during the day, but there's just stuff going on and um, I'm not taking myself out of this mode. And um, and at nighttime, we'll be laying in bed, maybe watching, a, you know, the Tiger King or, or something like that. Finish that. Um, but we're in bed at night. And there's, so there hasn't been any quality time carved out with the exception of um, Saturday night. We had an amazing night together. So... This is all to say today, so I was going to record this earlier, and it was like 11.30, and I I remembered, I said, this is when I'm supposed to, this is when I said I was going to go play basketball or work out or do something with Jake, and I was so ready to record this. But what I really needed more than anything And if you've subscribed to my newsletter, you know this is a pattern interrupt. I'd gotten in a pattern. And it was when I was over there with everybody, I was not over there. I was still, my mind was over here. And so I honored the commitment I made. I went over. Jake and I went out and played basketball. Played three games, best uh, best of three to 11. I did win. I don't know how. I cheated probably a little bit. A couple of shitty fouls I called. Nevertheless, we had an awesome time. And it meant a lot to me to just drop this because this can happen whenever it happens. But we had a great time. Um, I was dog-ass tired after. It's pretty humid here today. Um, so what did I do to cool off? I went in the cold plunge. Again, I haven't been going in that lately. That felt really good. It felt purposeful. It wasn't just something that I was doing because I said I was going to do it. And so I'm trying to get back into what, you know, what does the present moment, what is right now need? There's a post I put up Tuesday night on Instagram. And it was a, it was a clip that from my podcast with Boyd, he was talking about the, 
the lions, how the lions, they literally only do what the present moment asks of them. If it's to hunt, they get that intensity up and they go hunt. And if it's to rest, they get into deep rest like that. And so they're very in tune to that. And he, you know, one of his, oh, my, my, one of my favorite quotes, certainly the, my favorite, the favorite quote of my friend Turtz is, you know, an animal in the wild never participated in a should. Oh, I should go do this. I should be working on this. I should have gotten that hyena the other day. No, they, they're, they're just here now. And East Forest Meditation for me is one of the ways I'm trying to get back to here and now. And so again, I recommend everyone, if that appeals to you at all, just listen to it. Even if you're not going to meditate on it, just listen to it. It's just super cool and very grounding. Um, so anyway, that's some of the stuff that's going on. It's a, I wanted the, this to be a little bit more linear, but I, I kind of went in a couple of different places. But, but I do want to mention that when I did do this podcast with Boyd, it was late, mid-late February. And I was literally in this period of flow like I've never experienced. You know, one morning, a Wednesday, I woke up early. It was probably 4.35 in the morning and I had a book written in my head. The next morning, something else happened. It was like every morning, every day, these new awakenings were happening. And I was having such clarity of purpose. You know, I listened to, Kyle had recommended um, Ram Dass's, they did an audio, five-hour audio book on his lectures called Becoming Nobody. It's like, you got to listen to this. So I downloaded it. I listened to it. I've been listening to Ramdas for a fair amount the last couple of years. I've always appreciated it and I, I kind of got what he was saying, but I'd never understood it in a way like I did when I first listened to this audiobook. And everything was just coming together for me. So there's this major state of flow that was hard for me to explain, but I was just rolling with it. And um, well, again, I didn't know that it was be, it was going to be fleeting. There was definitely a certain part of me that thought like once I kind of had that awareness, then I was good. And then I just kind of, you know, you have your, you're like the, you level up on the uh, video game. And so you get up to the next level, you get different demons, you get different dragons to slay. Okay. So I figured that was the deal. Um, but some of those old fucking dragons from the, <laughs> the previous levels are coming back which is a great reminder. Like we're just always in this. We're always, well, I'm always in this unlearning. Um, and so it's important for me to be able to share this. Honestly, almost, it doesn't matter if anyone listens. It's for me to, to speak it out into the universe, to, to name it. Um, there's a, and I, I don't know where this originates, but you name it, to blame it, to tame it. And so I'm naming it so that I can identify it and then I can work with it and not push it away. It's like my friend Laura said, all this that, that's been happening the last couple of weeks, I know it hasn't been fun, 
But this is why you're here. This is the fucking work you're supposed to be doing. I think it's your the title of your podcast, The Great Unlearn. Okay, so you're in a period of unlearning. So unlearn. Just, just do that. And don't beat yourself up, which I hadn't quite got there, but I, it was it was definitely in the subconscious or some level of consciousness where I was trying to beat myself up. So anyway, um, thanks, Laura, for the insight there. She's always been a great grounding force for me and it has an ability to share kind of what I, what I'm experiencing and takes a few of the layers off and just gets into the, what I would call the truth of it. Um, so super grateful for her as well. Uh, my brother, Connor Moore, not literal brother. I know I use that term a lot, but that just, he's my brother. Connor and I have known each other coming up on seven years now. And we've known each other through the fitness world, through coaching, through the National Pro Fitness League, where he tried out at one of our combines, uh, but also through a lot of self-work that we've been kind of going through simultaneously together and apart and together and apart. And we keep kind of coming back to one another. Anyway, he was kind enough generous enough to have me on his podcast, The Realness. And um, I'm so grateful for that opportunity for a number of reasons. One, Connor has been in the podcast game for a while. I mentioned this on my Instagram story earlier this week. He's also been in the self-work game for a long time. Um, He's also been in the integrity game and self-awareness and the way he shows up, he makes fun of himself in a way that isn't clowning himself, but just knows that he's learning. And there's the, it's, it's, a, it's almost like a razor's edge to hang, hang there to do the work and to realize that you're silly at times, but you're still doing the work and you're going to fuck it up and it's okay. And it's all part of it. And so he has, he has a beautiful way of articulating that. And so anyway, we, we, we had a pot, we did the podcast. It came out yesterday, Tuesday. And, and frankly, I listened to it yesterday. I obviously was there for it, but when you're in it and, we were connected and in flow. And so I kind of forgot what we had talked about, but I listened to it yesterday and I'm just so grateful for, for him providing an opportunity for, for me to tell a little bit more of the story, a little bit more of the behind the scenes. He asks great questions. He doesn't want to know all the fluff. He wants to know the nitty gritty. Like what's it like at home? What's the good stuff? What's the bad stuff? And um, I think in, in with, with the great unlearn podcast, I've tried to keep a, it's hard to know if I'm being self-indulgent or I don't feel like I am, but when I have a guest on, I want to share their medicine. When I also want to try to relate it back to what was going on in my life. And I've, I've heard some people remark like, look, 
give a little more of what's going on with you. Um, and so I'm trying to figure out how to do that in a way that is not self-indulgent. Um, this is some way it's a solo cast and it's kind of just letting it go for wherever it needs to be. Um, but when you go on someone else's podcast, like I'm on Connor's, I could just be the guest and share that way. And that particular week I was on a couple other, they haven't been out yet, but Corey Allen, I can't wait for that one. That one was super fun. And Corey is just a, this is intellectual kind of beauty that um, I'm excited for y'all to hear that. Um, and he was a guest on my podcast as well. And that'll be coming out in about a month, I think. Um, and then my buddy, Michael Gold, and I was on his podcast, but motherfucker, he, he didn't have enough room on his computer. So it never saved. Anyway, it's lost. So, and I gave him a pretty, I mean, I think I got a little choked up, which I think if you know me, isn't that hard, but, um, I brought my A game to him and he just fumbled it. And, and so if you know, Michael bust his balls about it, cause it fucking kills him that this happened. I've tried, I tried to say, it's all good. It's funny. He's still all wound up about it. And so I just, now I'm just like, fuck it. I'm just going to keep digging him. You know, if you want to go that way, I'll, I can hop on board. I'm, I'm, one of the great all-time pig pilers. So anyway, um, what else? I think that's, yeah. Again, just, you know, in closing, sometimes we, I say we, sometimes I can unknowingly put out it, it, this air that things are great. And, and honestly, on some level, I thought things were great because I had my space and I was getting some things done and, and all that. But when, when you are in tune, when I am in tune, I'm going to speak for you. When I'm in tune, I start to pick up on when energies are off. Some of them are really subtle, like last night, I, I just was feeling a few times when Peyton had had said a few things. I was I felt something. It maybe had nothing to do with her. You know, there was some unresolved stuff for me. There was me feeling like I wasn't showing up in some way. And so I was feeling judged, even though no one was judging me. But there was a part of me that knew. I needed to get in. I needed to sit with that. I needed to work through that. Sometimes it's not so subtle. Like when your 17 year old calls you a fucking idiot. But even that the ego can take over and say, fuck him. I'm going to do this. I'm going to take this away. I'm going to take that away. I'm going to take that away. And I didn't take anything away except I was being a fucking idiot. And so don't tell him this. No, you can't tell him this because he was right. I don't necessarily think should do that every time, but if that's what it takes to get my attention, then fucking that's what it takes. Again, sometimes I'm so unconscious to what's going on. The signs are all over and I can't pick them up until something like that. Talk about a pattern interrupt. 
the, you know, the kid that you're super tight with loses his shit on you like that for seemingly something so small. I was asking him to help with whatever we were doing around here. And I had this energy about me that was just pretty douchey. Um, you pile that on with me not really connecting with them, me letting them have letting them have their independence, their space. Look, they're getting along great. I don't want to fuck it up. That's just bypassing, man. That's like me not being a part of the whole thing. And so, yeah, maybe if your kids blow up at you, like in my case, maybe you deserve it. Maybe I, I deserved it. I deserved it. I'm grateful for that. Anyway, um, if you find yourself in a very, very much a state of doing like I've been in and you look back and like, I was like, where the fuck did the last two weeks go? Might be a red flag. It was a red flag for me. I, what did I do? I reached out to the people that could reflect back to me. Laura, who was a guest on the podcast, Laura Coe. She's uh, uh, one of the coaches I go to, and she's been amazing. I reached out to Dave, Greg, and Noah, like, okay, am I being a dick here? Yes and no. Okay, great. Okay. I reached out to my my buddy, Mike Regula. Mike, th- this is what's going on with Peyton. Like, I, 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 he's like, Maybe her needs needs aren't getting met. You know, it has it has nothing to do with what you think it has to do with. And he shared a few other things that just allowed me to let go, like the ego, to take a step back. It's like, what? What, what am? Do I need to be right here? Because I had a little bit of that air, or a lot of bit of that air, when I was reaching out to him. Like she's kind of being, you know, and I use the word that I'm not going to repeat. Um. And I said, I want to tell her how I, how it's making me feel. And he's like, well, maybe it has nothing to do with what she's saying, but it's like how you're there, but not there. How, what, how are you spending time with her? And it's like ego is just like, all right, bye-bye. Like, I, I'm not needed here. This has nothing to do with me. I'm going to take a back seat. And I was able to receive because... Mike, like the other brothers that show up in my life, does it with compassion, not judgment. He knows that when I'm reaching out, I, I, I just, I don't know. I need some guidance. Mike's not married, doesn't have kids, doesn't have any of that, but he gets it. You know, and that allowed me to go and just apologize for how I've not been showing up and for us to have a conversation about what's going on. And there was no finger pointing. There's no, you need to do that. And da, 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 da. It was just honest. Like we're just missing each other right now. And, um, you know, as much as we'd love to just be in flow with everything, sometimes we have to be intentional, like super intentional could be something as simple as when the kids have their lunch break at school, we're having lunch, which we did yesterday. 
Today we played basketball. Um, but trying to, you know, for now in my schedule, I've blocked off 1130 to one so that whatever we're going to do as a family, we can just get together during the day without me doing my work and focused on something else, without the kids doing any of their schoolwork. We could just be in the same room. I could be playing out music, which they don't love, but maybe that's good noticing, actually. Maybe I shouldn't play music. <clears throat> but ultimately, um, it's an opportunity to reset during the day. And so the mornings were a period where Peyton and I could have some time together. I've been getting up a little bit earlier than her. And so in doing that, it, you know, I, I, you know, now that I have Boyd's podcast and I listen to East Forest meditation and I want to do the journaling, it's, you know, if, if I'm up an hour before her on a particular day, we don't get to spend that time together in the morning. Um, We've been doing a really good job of having dinner as a family each night. So that's been awesome. I'm really happy with that. That was something that we really struggled to do, partly because of the kids' uh, activities, stuff like that. You know, especially Bowen goes to school 45 minutes away. And so having to drive him back, you know, it's just, it's, there was a lot, there was a lot of kind of pressure on the family with regards to that. But now we're here. And so I'm, I'm happy that we've instilled that block of time as a family. And usually the nighttime, um, I'll be finishing up a little bit of things on the work side, but generally we're all doing something together, which has been fun. Um, I'm excited about this new block of time in the middle of the day and it doesn't have to be rigid but it's this block of time. So maybe one day it's from 12 to 12.45. Like today I was snacking a little bit beforehand. So after we played basketball, like I said, I got, I had to cool off because it's super humid here right now. And then I came over here and did this. I didn't, wasn't really feeling lunch right now. Um, but that's a way that, that we're trying to put it into practice. And just recognizing that even though we're all here together, um, sometimes we're not in the same headspace that, or at least I'm not in the, I've not been in the headspace that I've wanted to be in in a way that I want to show up. So I'm going to close with that. I'm going to see, I think I freaking, I didn't even have to look up my notes. Do I have any notes? Nope, we're good. Um, yeah, thank you. I don't know if I'll do this again. I mean, I'm sure I will at some point. I don't know that it'll be a weekly thing. And it went about 30 minutes, maybe 35 minutes longer than I thought it would. So who knows what's going to appear. But um, yeah, anybody reach out. If you're struggling, if you have ideas about ways for me to, you know, stay grounded in the present moment while still being in flow and, and like just fire away. I'm here. I'm curious. Um, it is hard to know what everybody's going through. So I think that, that um, again, part of the reason, the main reason I'm doing the Zoom calls is to get people together a couple of times a week 
in some way. And that's been really fun. And so, okay. If you've listened this long, you're a true fan. I love you. Much love. You've been listening to The Great Unlearn. For more information, please check out the show notes or head on over to thegreatunlearn.com for additional episodes and information regarding events and retreats. If you liked what you heard today, click subscribe and share this with friends that might enjoy our platform. Please leave a five-star rating in iTunes as this really helps us spread our message. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at BunkerCal and on Facebook as John Callahan. Thanks for listening to The Great Unlearn and we'll talk soon.